0: up y'all um welcome back to another another podcast um it's just me solo this time uh, i've been trying to figure out what i want to talk about next i do have some some guest appearances in the future that i want to have on and it's kind of just some fun topics um but it's been on my my mind um and i guess to use a, a churchy term which is probably is what we're going to delve into is on my heart, Um, and it kind of was solidified after listening to uh, Rhett and Link, um, and them kind of going through their deconstruction uh, process. Um, I found it was a good time to kind of delve into that. Um, I guess we can start at the beginning. Um, You know, I I grew up going to church, my grandpa was a pastor, Um, my... And I started going to church essentially just so I could have uh, like friends and community and like a social life when I was in like in high school. Um, so that's a, one of the reasons why I started going. Um, it was fun, have lots of good memories, um, but I think <laughs> I think it's easier to have good memories when you're not worried about things that you truly believe in and things that just don't make sense in the church itself. Um, so I, I, I don't want to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater as they say, you know, and, and kind of negate and, uh, speak ill towards those, those memories and those, those times. Um, and it took me a while, um, to get to a place where I could talk about this without, without anger, uh, without resentment, um, because I did have a season of that um probably lasted longer than it should have, um but kind of talking about why I no longer have a belief system, why I no longer go to church, and why I probably won't go to church in the future ever again um but I mean, this may be not appealing to a to a lot of people um but I think it's just a part of my story, and if I'm... If I'm going to do a podcast, I gotta <laughs> do the host story uh, about who I am as a as a person, as a human. Um, like what well, makes Stephen Stephen, and since church was a huge part of my life for so long, and now it's not, um, it's a part of my story. Um, so, um, kind of we'll hop into maybe the deconstruction portion of it. Um, there's not much to be told about kind of my time in church other than I was involved in youth ministry. I was, um, on the worship. I played drums. You know, I did all the, the churchy events, the, the conferences, the conventions, the, the youth camps. Um, and without delving too much into that, um, you know, I I didn't realize the stuff that I was doing and saying and and playing a part in was so um, toxic um, until I've been able to remove myself from from those scenarios. Um, you know, the going to youth youth camp and having to tell the youth um, you know to not listen to secular music or to try to speak in tongues, you know, and that's stuff where, um, it hurt me when I was in that position too, right? When I had youth leaders trying to get me to speak in tongues, you know, and then kind of find out this youth leader, um, was abusive to his wife at the time, you know, like that kind of bullshit, you know, that, that just gets swept under the rug, In the name of like grace. And you know how. People behind the pulpit. Can be just like pieces of shit. You know like. Like legitimately just some of the worst humans. And. I get grace and mercy. And I I think there's a place for that. Um, But I don't think we have to. To listen to them. As an authoritarian figure. um, Because that plays into their. Their whole power trip. And their whole the reason why they're on stage is to feed their ego. Um, now, now, listen, maybe, maybe that's not the case for for, for certain pastors, but um, my experience is that there's a special kind of person <laughs> um, that's a, a preacher or a pastor. You know, there are some that, that really do care about helping people and that want to, to see change and, and to kind of make experiences for, for those less fortunate. And, you know, the last church I was at, you know, the, the pastor was that, right? Um, and but I think that's a rare thing. Um, and then when you mix in kind of the, the political nonsense and the inability for the church a lot of times to speak out on like social justice and equality you know like things things of those uh, those elements of life that i feel very strongly about <clears throat> and they weren't able to 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 speak as 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 i felt they had such an opportunity you know during the pandemic to kind of lean into protecting their people when all they leaned into was a right to assemble, you know, and and fought for that, you know, and as opposed to, to really living out what I feel like Jesus would do would be to protect the people, right? Protect them at all costs. If that means you don't have service until we figure out what the fuck this virus is, right? Then let's, let's fucking do that, you know, and that didn't happen, um, I saw pouting. I saw revolting. I saw um, going against the mandates that were in there for a reason, right? And to me, that just didn't that didn't align, right? And I started, I stepped away from church before this happened, right? But it expedited things greatly, right? And and the fact that I can even talk about this without getting super angry. Uh, regardless of of how it may have seen with uh, the colorful language I I think is a step in the right direction and it took lots of therapy to, to be able to to talk about this in, in a way that um, that's calm and collective and not just coming out of a place of just hyper emotionality and and hypersensitivity at which I tend to get to so to be able to talk about this I think it's a uh I'm proud of myself and I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for it um because there were years where I was just super angry I was super angry about how I felt led down by the church um how I felt um that the church was not fulfilling their, their end of the bargain with protecting people. Um, It seemed there was art ulterior motives, financial, egotistical, whatever it was. Um, And this is before, you know, COVID, right? This is before um, George Floyd. Like it's, it's easier to sweep it under the rug if you're not privy to it, I guess, and, and to not pay attention Um, but it just is unfortunate that this had to happen. I think it happened to a lot of people. I know a lot of like my small circle, um, their eyes were open on, on the dealings with certain topics, right? And when the globe is going through something, I don't know what it was, but they, they seem to lean into, don't tell me what to do, you know, and and just kind of fight against kind of common sense. And, you know, I've been to church services, you know, when I left the church I was at for years, I started going to other churches, some reformed churches. And I remember specifically there was these sermons on how faith and science can go hand in hand, right? And they're trying to meet, reach the, um, the agnostics or, the, or those that believe in science over religion or faith and they try to present that they go hand in hand but only when convenient right like it it's just when when science is trying to figure out how to deal with like a deadly disease that's killing millions of people um, that's when it's inconvenient for the church because you have to shutter the doors for you know a few months or you know like till we get a handle on things and and even that was too much right instead of adapting instead of protecting the people they were worried about money money for what right money to feed to, to to make salaries you know um it's just there's something fundamentally incorrect about that if you want to be a corporation be a corporation. If you want to be a church, don't act like a corporation. And that's that's what happened. The true colors were shown. And a lot of people were like, there's something not right about this. And there's a reason in the next 20 years, less than 50% of the United States is going to consider themselves any sort of Christianity. It's because of this, right? And Although I don't consider myself one anymore, there's always the argument of, was I ever one, right? And I, maybe, me, I don't know. And and if and if I wasn't, it's because I wasn't emotionally intelligent enough to understand the the manipulation happening with dim lights, with soft music, with these call and response lyrics. There's a. There's an emotional response to it and it doesn't have to be spiritual, right? Like, I don't know. I don't, it, it's, it's just a fact, right? Of, of, of a m- manipulation that can happen when these elements are just right. You know, when, they're, when the preacher gets really soft and he gets really stern and he talks softly into the mic and the piano and the synthesizer is going on in the back And the lights are dim. And you have people around you with their heads bowed. Like... Like, what the hell are you supposed to do? Right? Any... Any person... Unless... They've... Are... Are hip to the game. Right? Or are privy to the kind of what's going on. They're going to be emotionally led. You know? And... I'm not saying that... In all of this... That faith is wrong um that god doesn't exist i don't know if i'm saying that uh because i don't know if i can say it or if i even want to say it i think i'm at a place with my spirituality and that i just don't have energy to put into forming a new faith system i don't have energy to get hurt again I don't have energy to figure any of this stuff out. I just want to live life and I want to enjoy life for as, as long as I live, right? And everything else will sort itself out in the end. Um, because if I'm to believe, if I were to believe, um, you know, Jesus and, and kind of the love and grace and mercy that's extended... Um then I'll be okay. And and if I don't make it to heaven, if there is a heaven, and you know the the hyper religious elite get to get to get to go there, that's cool, because I, I wouldn't want to be there anyways. I just don't have a lot of energy nor money to give to faith-based constructs and to provide a salary for those that want to play politician behind the pulpit, right? Um, Because that's what a lot of it's turned into. It's just right wing, you know, propaganda um, that I just, I just don't buy into. I'm not, I'm not cool with it. I'm not hip to it. Like it's not, they can miss me with that. I've done it for years. I blindly voted Republican because I thought it was the Christian thing to do. And that's, that's just not, that's not factual. Um, I, I vote now, when I feel like things speak to actually helping people and we can get into like the politics of it all. But for me, uh, I got to see some action for, for people, the downtrodden protecting people, you know, um, speaking out against social injustice. Like that's the shit that gets me right. Um, and that's what Jesus would speak against. And, and if people don't think that way, then I don't know, maybe reexamine things. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> go on that journey yourself I can't go on for you um, but I mean I'm at a place now where I you know I tried to look into <laughs> you know my deconstruction process I was going to therapy you know I had, I had walked away from the church I had cut off a lot of people in my life um, that were just not supportive of this process um, and I had to I had to prune those from my life so I could get to a place where I could be healthy and happy again because I was neither of those things. Um, it, the countless hours I spent serving just to be asked to do more, you know, left me drained, left me heartbroken. And that's not a place I'm willing to get involuntarily, right? I will do that for my family. I will do that for my wife. I will do that for my friends who now are family because they've been in the muck with me, right? And I'm not I'm not going to sacrifice that. I'm not going to sacrifice my health, my well-being. I'm putting up boundaries, and that's that. Um, but going through therapy, you know, I got to a place where um, I had to, like maybe there's progressive churches out there, Um you know, I attended a couple of viral services. You know, virtually didn't do anything for me. I'm like, well, maybe I'm. I'll look into Buddhism, right? I agree with what a lot of what Buddha says, right? Um, and like kind of the teachings of of Gandhi, you know. Um, but I just, it's not something. That resonates with me that well on a spiritual. It's more of like a, like a social level that it speaks to me. And then I realize that maybe I don't need to fill that void, right? Maybe there's not even a void to fill. Maybe it's just, <laughs> just years of conditioning that I need to talk myself out of. Um, maybe I just gotta dig in, create a good life for me and my wife, and our pup, and be the best friend that I could possibly be and then be the best family member to my parents and to my brother and to my I mean that's that's most of my family but to my wife's family you know and I can't be that if I'm constantly being drained and I'm constantly worrying about the popularity contest that that rules in churches right um That's what I feel like it is. It's a very high school climate a lot of times for popularity and acceptance and and all of this. So it's really, really difficult um, for me to kind of get involved with or think about getting involved with. I have zero desire to do so. Um, But I was listening to, and this may seem all over the place, but I want it to be like a conversation that I'm having with myself And if it resonates with anybody, that's awesome. If no one listens to this, don't care. This is, (laughs) I don't really care if anybody else listens to this. This is my hobby. This is something that I enjoy doing. Um, So I want it to be something that I I really enjoy doing. And although it's not super comforting or super fun to talk about, you know, years of heartache um, and years of struggle and, feeling betrayed and, you know, like friends that you thought were just friends are no longer your friend because you no longer share the same belief system. And then also feeling like a hypocrite because I've done that to people as well, right? It's just I don't have a lot of room to disagree on certain issues. And I feel like I don't want to spend a lot of time with those that disagree on fundamental, basic human right issues like equality, um, equality is a huge one for me, right? Like I have really good friends that are LGBTQ, um, and I've seen how the church treats those individuals, and I do not want to be a part of a system that that does that to some of the best people that I've known. Some really good friends. Um, And I'm not willing to compromise on that at all. Like, zero. And I don't want to hear, go out to coffee with a friend and be like, oh, I I respect that decision. You can respect it all you want, but if you go against that fundamental belief, there's no room for you in my life. Zero. That's not something I'm going to fuck around with. Like, it's just not. I've lived years under that oppressive rule and that oppressive thought. And I refuse to be manipulated by that again. So you're right. We're not going to be friends if you don't agree with me on that. And that's fine. I don't need those friends in my life at all. There's no room. And as a 38 year old man, I don't need to compromise with that. These are my rules. This is my life. No one can tell me otherwise, right? And I live for so long trying to make my way into heaven and being glamorized about death and the hereafter that I've been miserable here in these precious years that I have alive. The only thing that's promised is the years we have here, right? And that shit can be gone tomorrow, right? But... It's still all that we have that's tangible. Like, people just waste away their life thinking that, oh, heaven's going to be great. Man, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, and I don't have time to figure it out. I don't have a strong thought either way, you know? And whatever happens at the end happens at the end. Like, for real. I'm not going to spend a lot of energy trying to stack up these good merits and these these gold stars so God can pat me on the head and let me in if there's a bunch of like bigots and and you know um religious zealots that are just roaming around in this this heaven right i don't want to be a part of that and i'm fine with that i'd rather be in the muck and the dirt with 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 good people with good people that are willing to to step in the gap they're not willing to to overlook you because you look a certain way or you have a certain lifestyle. Nah, y'all can miss me with that for real. Like, I'm not playing that game. You know? Um, but I know it sounds like I get heated about those moments. It's something i really just passionate about. Um, and maybe it's not in the most cohesive manner. And maybe it's not in the... Uh, conveyed in the best way possible. But it's just something that I strongly believe in. I believe in being there to help people when they're down, right? And there was a time the church I left before that was doing that. They were going out and they were meeting people where they at. And I love that shit, you know? And then I quickly realized after I stepped away from the church, I'm just a humanitarian. Like that's, I'm a humanist. Like that's, that's someone that I am uh, fundamentally. And the church appealed to that part of who I was for so long until it didn't anymore. Because the first things to go in churches is outreach, right? That's one of the first things that will they'll cut and they'll stop doing. They'll stop doing um, cleaning up people's yard. They'll stop doing oil changes. They'll stop doing Um, going out to Mill Avenue and handing out water, you know, and and food and just having and meeting people where they're at. They'll stop doing that shit first. Right. And then the mindset will switch. They can come to us. Right. And that just doesn't work that way, at least from what I understand of the gospel, which maybe isn't that much. Right. I used to like to pretend I would go post up at coffee shops and read and it's just one ear and not the other, if I'm to be completely honest. But I feel like I do know who Jesus is, right? I do know who he is. I do know who he was, right? Now, I'm not going to speak on the, the deity aspect of it, because I, I don't know that. And that's why I cannot call myself one, right? But I do know what he did for people. You know, he met them where they were at, as an example. And that's the shit that gets me. That's what I can believe in. That's why my homies at the East Valley Dream Center, they're actually doing stuff. You know, like actually making relationships, changing people's lives, helping them with their budget, right? They're not playing church as much as maybe they have like a faith system that's embedded in them. That's fine. You can have that, right? But you can also live it out and do more for those that are struggling as opposed to like obtaining these wealth and riches, spewing out this hatred, right? And and pushing your political agenda, you know, behind a pulpit on stage for the weak-minded that'll just latch on, right? This is not for me, you know? And I just... It had to be talked about. I, I probably will delve into it a little bit more. Um but I don't wanna keep rambling and I don't want to feel like I'm incoherent or I'm particularly angry. I'm not angry. I I just have years of undoing and although I've progressed to a point where it doesn't eat me up every day, I'm not over I'm not worried about, you know, these these mega churches right they are what they are at this point right they've shown us their true colors I can't let it affect me in my day to day and I refuse to and a lot of my homies you know they, they've they gotten to a place where it no longer affects them too and they're doing what they need to to, to build the life that they want to live to, to love on those around them and that's cool I mean, I wish more people would do that. You know, um, they just get lost in the sauce of feeling like they're super popular or the pseudo acceptance, right, that exists in in church hierarchies. Of like, you know, I, I witnessed it firsthand with with Gabby. You know, she would be the the individual that would curse and the individual that would just speak her mind, and she was unashamed. And just unapologetically herself, and people love that. And I think I know why. Is because they felt like they couldn't do that, right? They they let their guard down around her, including myself, right? So they could partake in alcohol before like a community meeting, you know, or like a like a team event, you know, or or curse when they oh gasp they shouldn't, right? like it's because she was the real deal and she continues to be that and I think people just wish they could be that and it's a shame that they can't be you know um so I guess at the end of the day I don't have a replacement faith system all I'm trying to do <laughs> is just enjoy the, the time I have here with those that I love um for as long as i have them and not worry about the end right that shit will sort itself out whether we like it or not we're all going to have a date you know where we breathe our last breath right and there's no point fighting about what we think is right or wrong on how that looks none of us know no one knows that's a hundred percent fact you can have faith that something exists like that but you do not know there's no way at all what you do have is the next few moments right maybe not even then but why waste them putting stock into something that, that may not be there right so I just, I just don't have energy for it It's not something I'm interested in entertaining. Um, I just want to find the joys of life. Whether that be watching wrestling or talking about shoes or talking about music or going to Disneyland. You know, like, or Disney World or going on trips. You know, just, that's what I want to accumulate. I want to accumulate memories, right? I don't want to accumulate stuff. I don't want to accumulate gold star for the proverbial... High in the sky, like that's not what I want. Um, and I spend many years trying to do that and chase that, and chase that 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 acceptance that just won't get you anywhere. Um, if you're struggling with faith or you've gone through this process, I would like to hear kind of your journey, right? And maybe we can make this like a series, you know? And and I want to hear more. I want to delve into this. I wanna hear this gonna sound uh like ma- like a m like like a masochist, I think it's the word for it, for someone that, that wants pain, but I, I wanna hear some of the struggle, some of the pain if it's similar. You know, I find out that a lot of times it is pretty similar, but let's talk it out. Let's uh let's hash these things out. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of us. Um, even in like the small circle there's a lot of us um so it could be beneficial to to kind of hear each other's stories a little bit so um thank you all for for being here um there may be a delay getting the next one out um my wife and I are moving so we're trying to get all that sorted out but I felt like it'd be a good topic to kind of go through and start to unpack it's ever-changing um which is fine but um I'm thankful that I'm no longer stuck in anger mode, <laughs> um, and that I can enjoy life and that I can enjoy the career that I have and I can enjoy the times and like the, the simple things, which is not something I was able to do for, for so much of my life. So thanks for, thanks for listening. Um, it really means a lot and, I uh, uh, appreciate it all. Peace.